Blake 7 podcast. Indeed, and sorry, and texts for my husband. Um, it's a Blake 7 podcast. It's a Blake 7 podcast. By two people who love Blake 7 despite all its flaws. Indeed. And our nerds. Revel in its awfulness. Yes, it's classically awful. Classical reasons for We'll explore. We'll explore in this and, and the other 51 episodes that we have planned. I think committed ourselves to. I now. think we have, yes. Yeah. Um, so, first episode The Way Back. The Way Back. By Terry Nation. Uh, well, mostly by Terry Nation. Actually, I think this one is entirely by Terry Nation. I yes. did do research for this one about how the season or series all started, and it's all a bit hazy. And Terry Nation was pitching some. This is at the BBC, this is an English show, for those of you who haven't caught our introductory episode. He's pitching something about some cop show. Blake was meant to replace some cop show on the BBC in the early 70s. Nobody liked what he was talking about. And then he started talking about some shit in space. And they were like, brilliant, go and write it for us. Yeah. So he did. Yeah. And oh. he, Terry Nation famously is the creator of the Daleks and was involved with lots of Doctor Who shit. So, um, Back yeah. when Doctor Who was um, low budget and... Yeah, and didn't not have, nearly as popular. Although didn't have five thousand people in a room loving it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think there probably were five thousand people in a room loving it. They just were spread out. A, yeah, not. I don't know if conventions not existed con. back then. They did, and I did research about this too. Um, Sorry, WorldCon's been around for ages. Well, since WorldCon nineteen fifty three. Anyway, well, yeah, yeah. no, before that. Anyway, whatever. So the first episode. We digress. What did you think of this episode, Megan? Okay, front end first. Surprisingly good on mm. the rewatch. Yeah. Surprisingly good. Like, I always used to skip this one because it didn't have the full ensemble cast that we get, yeah. we pick up as we go along in it. Um, but it gives the backstory and it tells you why Rog Blake, who's the main protagonist, is such a freedom fighter and it sets sort of the dark, dystopian stage for everything. It does, yeah. And I used to always skip it as well. And I mean, I think that. Uh, I think I missed out on a lot of things because I skipped it. And there's a couple of really good moments in this one, but yeah, starts yeah. off. It starts off with uh, our darling Rog Blake, whom we will be introduced to properly later. Yeah, yeah. Um, being hustled out of the city by a young dark-haired woman who, uh, yeah, who asks him if he's if he's done as he's been instructed. Yes, and he's had nothing to eat for thirty-six, 36 hours. Thirty-six hours. So I'm just getting some podcast food from the fridge. Get into it. Podcast for it's still ginger beer from last week, so we're still getting into all that. Um, not not alcoholic enough. I have to up our game next week, sis. Well, I've got some beer in the fridge too. Okay, awesome. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Roger, like yeah, thirty six hours, and he's like, and now no, no water either. I mean, no I would not either. be doing well. As even, he looks very fresh and happy. And I can't even fast for four hours before I have day surgery, so yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on there. And she asked him how he feels, hungry and thirsty. And eating and drinking, you've managed to do without. Well, since you were so insistent, I've done without food or drink for 36 hours. How do you feel? Hungry and thirsty, of course. Nothing. I'd be like, stabby and half dead. Yes. <laughs> I'd be very aggressive. <laughs> yeah. How do you think I fucking uh, feel? Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to eat you Fuck in a minute. Lady. Yeah. You look tasty. Anyway, he smuggled... Um, she... Uh, says to him that they're going. To, he's, she's going to take him outside, and he uh, protests vociferously, saying that it's some sort of a oh, crime. It's a category four crime. Category. Four, I want to know what the category one crime. I want to know what category one is, and I want to know what category ten is. Yeah. If going outside is category four, yeah. um, what's what do you think category one is? 
Well, is it, does it go up or does it go down? Is, is like, category one the worst or is category ten that's the worst? True, too. Like, if, assuming category one is the not the worst. Yes. Is it like Singapore um, flicking a cigarette butt on the street, which is actually still pretty bad in Singapore? That's not nice. Yeah, it's not not a good thing to do in. Singapore. I think it's category two in Singapore. Probably. Um, that's probably racist. So, uh, category four crime. No, no, it's just their legal system. Yeah, that's true. fine. They're allowed to have whatever legal system they like. Um, in any case, he... ours is worse <laughs> in some respects. Um, um, but yeah, yeah so. Um, so you see all these zombies walking around. And well, they're not zombies as such. They're, um, they're just sort of aimlessly... But they do look pretty drugged out. Yeah, they do. And we kind of get an indication of why that is from the young dark-haired lady, whom I can't remember the name of, no, who says either. that our your food and drink is laced with suppressants. Laced with suppressants. And then, um, yeah, you get a vicious Blake going, you know, oh, how can I do a Category cork four time? And then all of a sudden... And they ask him, you know, how's your family on one of the outer planets? And he says, oh, I get viz tapes from them every now and again. Yes. So that's lucky to see that, you know, that's the Skype of the future. Yes, Skype of the future. <laughs> you get viz tapes. Yeah, so. although I'm, I'm confused. I mean, we'll talk about this later on because it does come up again. I'm, I'm interested to know how they can be faked. Yeah, that's I mean, right. It could be quite interesting to see that. Uh, in any case... Uh, as uh, Blake's being shuffled down the corridor away. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, too. Like, it's category four crime, and then he's up for it. Like, yeah, he's, he oh, I'll go out. Yeah, shuffles outside, you know, just follows them. So, yeah. anyway. He's but up as, for it. as we see them sort of uh, sneaking out of the, this complex, which is obviously the city that they live in on Earth, uh, we see our first glimpse of an evil behind them and the, the reason we know he's an evil is because is... he has a limp that's right because and disabled people are evil they are apparently yeah. at least in the future they are yeah anyway, so he's, he's limping, limping along, along very them. suspiciously behind them yeah. and keeping out of sight so this is a big you know hello, waving. Hello. you may as well i don't know attach a siren to him and say, say this is uh, the bad he's, guy he's blonde and blue-eyed and smarmy yeah, looking looks very Aryan as yeah, well he does look of... pretty evil yeah so... um and the limp obviously just yeah obviously and actually, I did Google this guy too. I can't remember. Oh, we'll come back to him. But he's, he does he's, look very familiar. I'm sure I've seen him in other he's things. He's a bit of a that guy. But I don't think he's the that guy no. from this. Um, no, he's not that guy. Uh, from this episode. There's a couple of um, good. Uh, there's a couple of there's a candidates couple. for that guy. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, um, so Blake gets smuggled out of the city. And then you see your first, I guess, yeah, your first real effect or set or something. Effect is being Your first something, generous, something. I think. Your first something, something <laughs> yeah. that tells you it's, you know, of an outside shot. And they are actually outside. And there's this big dome in the background which, which has lights coming. So you know that's where they've come from. I mean, yeah. you, just, you don't know it, know it, but that's obviously what's happened. And, um, yeah, and it's weird because when you're inside the compound, there's no windows on the outside, but this still obviously has windows. So maybe there are some people in the compound who get a window. But that, there is a there is a fairly um, strict hierarchy which we kind of yeah. get into later on. So you can understand that there'd be people who would have nicer apartments with a view outside. Yeah, yeah, um, potentially, yeah. Mm. So a bit like Anyways. a cruise liner, you've got your inside cabins and your outside cabins. Yes, inside cabins, <laughs> as we well know, for reasons that will emerge down the track, no doubt. Um, <laughs> In any case, the. Um, they traipse through the wilderness for a bit, uh, come across a three stream. Three miles. Three miles. It's a long way. It's a, he says three miles. That's a, that is a long way. It's that's longer than kilometres. Yeah. That's longer than we walk in the mornings. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad to see they're still using the, the miles, yeah, and miles instead and the, of kilometres. Yeah, that's right, because they work so great. Yeah. And are so easily divisible by, by tens and things like that. And, yeah. you know, just, it's, it's pretty good. And they There's, stop at a stream where the young dark-haired woman offers, tells Blake to drink, which is, you know, one-way trip to 
Giardia, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I will be drinking that janky water. <laughs> be drinking she drinks some and <laughs> tell, tells Blake to drink some and touts its virtue because yeah, it's, uh, it's fresh not water. processed. And it's not recycled. Or recycled, yes. Because, Which means yeah. they're drinking their own wee and then it's in the city, I suppose. Well, but that's what water is. Yeah. Like, water, the water we're drinking is full of fish wee. Yes. I don't... Yeah, any Do of fish that, wee? Of course they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought yeah. They, okay. We're all drinking fish wee all the time. So I don't know what... I'm going to have a bit more fish wee yeah, right so now. some fish wee with alcohol. Um, that's why you have to treat it with alcohol. That's the whole reason for... <laughs> in any case. That's the reason you can drink. Blake is unimpressed with the flavour of uh, Giardia water and yeah. spits it out, which is funny considering he hasn't drunk anything for 36 hours. I would yeah, not really I'd give be, much of I'd a care about... I'd into it. Like, it was about to be banned. it tasted. In any case. For sure. And then they traipse to the meeting place. Which is, I don't know what this would be. It's like a basement of a concrete a, bunker or something. It's, it's bun- weird. It's bunkery. It's probably like, I don't know, like, yeah, anyway, I could research this. It would be too hard. But it's probably not even out there. And it probably doesn't even exist as a location anymore. But no, it's sort of a concrete tunnel place. It would be place. hard to get rid of. It's like it was big concrete columns. and yeah, It sort of looks like, it looks like an abandoned military yeah. base. But anyway. So they, they he sort of turns up in this place which is quite crowded and Blake gets upset because there are outsiders you didn't see me do my yeah, air quotes outsiders. there outsiders and it's some sort of I forget what it's crime a, it's, it's a category something category crime something to talk crime. to outsiders category, I, I think it's only category one is it, oh you found the category one then no I'm not no she didn't say but, but they're not allowed to have contact no. with outsiders if yeah. you're from the city yeah. so the fact that there are Outsiders, there is yeah. another reason for, for goody two shoes, Blake. Blake. He does seem very concerned with rules um, to get a bit upset and say, This is, I'm out of here, this is wrong. Yeah. Um, but the young dark haired woman convinces him to stay uh, because of the new, there's news about his family. There's news about his family. And uh, then we get our first glimpse at oh that guy i put in my notes um american that guy and in brackets shitty acting he's pretty bad he's bad but i looked him up and now i can't find him of course he's poor the poor fellow he was some quite um well-regarded canadian actor um his name in the show is bran foster I, i had trouble hearing the names i think that the sound quality of um uh the youtube wasn't quite as good in this episode, I think it gets it gets but better later on. Also, they're just shit names, like Brand. I mean, oh yeah, and the the, the the evil dude's called Dev Tarrant. I'm like, there's Tarrants all over the place. I wonder if Dev Tarrant is related to. Yeah, spoiler everybody's later, Tarrant. called Tarrant. Tarrant or Dev. Yeah, or, yeah, Dev or, Rog. or Dell or Rog. One, yeah, they're all one syllable names too. Have you noticed that? Like the men have all got one syllable first names. Villa, oh Villa doesn't. No, you're right. Rog, Rog, Rog Kerr. Kerr, yeah, Dev. They just didn't have a lot of imagination. Okay, so here we go. I found Bran Foster here. The main actor, his name's Robert Beatty. Bless his cotton socks. He only died last year. Oh, he did die. That's um, so R.I.P. Um, uh, Robert Beatty. Um, and uh, the thing that I found about this guy, he's a Canadian actor, but he did lots of stuff in um, the UK apparently. Mm-hmm. And he was in um, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah, that's what you were telling me this yesterday. So it's like he's gone from actually being on the set of Stanley Kubrick to in some shitty costume in some bunker. The costumes in this. Really? Oh, we do have to discuss that, actually. Yeah, we do. Maybe because... we'll carve that out as a little bit later. Oh, we can do it. We're, we're, we're it here now. now. Yeah, we're, we're here now. now. We're here now. We're here now. In the moment, okay. in the bunker, with the outsiders. Now, the outsiders are obviously outsiders. Because they're dressed in the peasant gear that they just used for some 
for BBC some medieval, BBC nineteenth century yeah, thing, medieval production with, or something with rugs thrown over them, yeah, like fur rugs, rugs and yeah. um, they've got unshaven face, like that bald guy with the beard. Oh, there's and... one that looks a little bit like Osama bin Laden when they found him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... very skinny, rough looking. <laughs> Um, covered in furs, obviously inferior folk. Yes, uh, that's right. Whereas, you know, the, the people from the city, like the, the, the woman who... They're all shiny. Is, they're shiny and they've got nice green oh, vests and on. Clothes. And clothes. Oh, I did want to make mention of the woman. I, and I, don't, I do forget her name. And it, it, you know, we, It's so hard to research that I couldn't possibly find her name. But she walks those three miles. This is one of the three miles struck Oh, me. in high heels. In clogs, high heel clogs. Yes. Open-toed high heel clogs. And yeah. there's not a speck of mud on them. No, and even though she does, oh, she takes her shoes oh, off to go across, off to, to go across the stream. That's right. Nevertheless, oh. you can't walk across, you know, open moor in in, in the middle of England. Hills, I'm presuming it's England. Clogs. Yes, well, everything's so very, very English about it that it probably has to be English. Yeah, you would think so. But um, anyway, so yeah, lots of shitty acting, and uh, then you've got limping guy shows up. Yes, but he shows up. And greets everyone friend in a friendly way. Yeah. It was like it was a bit of a mind fuck actually, because it's like we've seen this guy following them. We know he's evil, and yet he walks in mm. and says, "Oh, I just had a bit of trouble getting past the guards, blah blah." And yeah, it's very suspicious, but yeah. also a bit of yeah. a twist around. And you kind of, I think they're trying to make us think that we were mistaken about him being yeah. evil. Yeah, that's right. Um, trying to make us not see that limp, which yeah. is a clear indication. Yeah, clear indication of evil. But um, yeah, so that guy. Bran says to tells um, gives Rog the uh, the devastating news that his family are all dead, and that the tapes are all fake, and that he's and been basically brainwashed and he's reprogrammed. been brainwashed and reprogrammed because he was a leader of a resistance movement, and now he's held out as this um, reformed character by the are they call it the Federation at this point or not. The administra- they, they the call it the administration. They don't call it the Federation in this um, I don't think episode. they call it the Federation in this episode at all, actually. Yeah. It does so come up later. It's held up by the administration as a reformed character so that the dissidents are, you know. Yeah. And he off. apparently got it, came out and said how wrong he was and how he supported the administration and he realises the error of his ways. But Rod can not, Blake can't remember any of this. He can't remember shit. Uh, because as Ben, what's his name again? Bran. Bran says. Um, you were re- you you were reprogrammed, ta- brought out to tell everyone how wrong you were, and then they wiped all of that as well. Oh, I've said here that they do mention the Federation there, but oh. also at this point when he gets the dead family news and the fake tapes news, there's a close up of Gareth Thomas's eye. eye and a close up of and there's a Brand's mouth, which yes. I, I, that's one of the one of those images in this show that I, that is stuck in my brain for thirty years. That mouth, because I just remember seeing all the individual pores, and yes. it's pretty gross. It's you know? gross. Yeah, and this is British teeth too. Yeah. This is 1973 British teeth. Yeah, not okay. Not great. No, no. Anyway, no. you see a few flashbacks of um, what they apparently did to Blake. Yeah, when... it's a montage. It is. It, it's a it's a torture it's a, and reprogramming. A torture montage. Yes. Yeah, and memory wiping. You see him getting whacked overhead by a Federation yeah, officer. By a guard. And... Stuck in a flickering light machine. Yeah, flickering light machine, which bears a striking resemblance to, to a clip show machine. It looks a bit like an MRI machine, actually. Yeah, it actually does look a bit like an MRI. So, um, anyway, the way the only way that Bran Foster can convince Blake that this is actually um, the truth is to say in very hushed and reverent tones, 
it's all true. Yeah, and that's, that's <laughs> all Blake needs to go, I need to think about this. And so he walks off to have a think. In in, in this... In a, in a sub-bunker, like off yeah. around the corner. And everybody gets killed. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, we, he walks off and then they start They start the meeting, which I was I wrote oh. down that he... he um, it's like a like, community centre. It, well, it looks like an AA, yeah. AA, AA meeting. I, I was like thinking, a, I like, stand up, my name's Brad and yeah, I'm a right. rebel yeah, or whatever. Right. And <laughs> you, you expect them all to stand up and tell Hi, little Brad. stories. Hi, Brad. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. This is the time to stress truth. And I don't think, speaking for myself, I don't think either of us have ever been to an AA meeting. True, no, we've only ever seen them, seen them uh, depicted. It looks like a television version of an My AA meeting. My name's Brad and I'm a red rebel. Uh, Hi, Brad. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah, all taken from, um, what's the movie with Brad, Brad Pitt and what's his face? Edward Norton. All taken from when they... and. Hell of a bottom part. Hell of a bottom part. You mean? Um, oh, you mean uh, Fight Club? Yeah, Fight Club. You know how she they they jump they jump from self help meeting to self help meeting because they get their jollies off it. Oh, oh yeah. I haven't anyway. seen that film for so long. Anyway, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's where I get my idea of what an AI. I was thinking um, like. elementary, from... which I think is a bit more. It's a bit more. I think serious about it because in elementary uh, he goes oh. to he goes to AI meetings quite a lot. Oh, okay. I've yeah. not seen that. It's good. Anyway, okay, yeah. Um, not movie. I'm not a huge movie buff, apart from no, no. Elementary, the, the the Sherlock Holmes series with um, it's the American one with Lucy Lewis Watson. Oh, it's really good. You should oh, see. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, just passes, plug, yeah. plugging. Passes, you probably don't need plugging. Passes the Bechdel test. Um, places, sometimes, places. not very often, but sometimes. This one definitely doesn't pass the. Bechdel no, no. There's like one. There's two girls in the whole three. Three, three girls in the whole thing. Okay. All right, so anyway, you guys have to have a think conveniently. Away from the group. And as you guys have to have a think, you see um, a golf buggy. <laughs> it's like a people mover. Yeah, people mover. Like, like an like airport. I, yeah, yeah, honestly, you can hear it coming a mile away. Full just, of guards just sort of driving around in these tunnels to come and in the, in the In the Patents and Federation uniform, which is hilarious because yeah. it's, like, it's made out of can, black well, canvas. It's a black boiler suit with yeah. a mask, and it's basically so that no actor's got to see their face so yeah, they didn't so have, have to get paid, paid as much, they yeah. paid as extras, basically. Anyway, so um, dozens and dozens of these big black guys come in, and it's obvious they're coming in to bust up the meeting. And yeah. uh, Blake hides and watches uh, his almost new friends get slaughtered by the Federation guards, um, and he's a little bit um, oh, can upset I just about back, it. Can I backtrack a bit before yeah. that? As the Federation guards are being golf-carted in, um, the that guy... Brian Foster, Robert Beatty, RSVP, RIP. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he does a classic thing. If you've ever done been to like a team building or a strategic planning session, if you've walked, worked in the corporate world or worked at all anywhere really because everybody has to do it, um, he has a that guy mission statement. And his that guy mission statement is to the group, I would like to see one world declare its independence in the next two years. It's so, like, what do we want? Gradual change. When, when do we want it? In due course. It's very much a, I know, in two years like time. It's putting the mission statement out there. It's so... It is like, hilarious. It, yeah. it, it, it really does have that um, workplace morale vibe where he's trying to yeah, pump yeah. everyone up. Come on, guys, we've got to repel. We've got to, got to commit to this rebellion. We've yeah. got to do it a bit. Yeah. And it's just it's just very Meanwhile, funny. They're all in rags, looking like shit. Yeah. And so anybody, it's everybody's killed, and then you get a close another close up of Gareth Thomas's eye, and it's stealing you, Rog Blake. I reckon. Yeah, he's, you've, he's, you've got an indication there that he's going to not be happy about this. Yeah. So he trudges back the three miles to the city and is met by security forces. Yes, and arrested. And arrested. And then we cut straight to him being reprogrammed again. A bit of a montage. 
and um, then a, like a really overly long scene with a psychologist or somebody. That one is deathly dull. It's really. It's not. It's with Van Van Glynd, isn't it? It's with no, the... it's with some psychologist. It's All not right. Van Glynd. Okay. We'll, we'll get meet in a minute. Um, anyway, yeah, he has a long chat with him about how it's not real and yeah, he's like, you know, it's real to you, it's real to blah, you, blah, but blah, it's not blah. real and blah blah. And Gareth is all, and he's all like, Gareth, but I'm not insane. I'm not insane. He does so a he lot gets, of temple rubbing. Yeah, and... very lo- lots of temple rubbing, and it's no, I'm not insane. You must put that thought completely out of your mind. Very frame, what's well, but he gets frame of minded in Star Trek terms. Mm. Um, really cool episode of Star Trek TNG, Crossing the Strains. Um, where he gets um, reprogrammed again, yeah. basically. Except he doesn't really get reprogrammed this time because they, he still remembers it's, everything. Yeah, it's really bad. They don't really bother with it. Maybe he's immune now. I think that they then have a McLaughlin group of the doctors and some of the politicians about um, what to do with him because if they do keep reprogramming and unprogramming him, they're going to break his brain. And if he breaks and his brain, then he'll remember everything. Yeah, he might so. remember everything or have a total collapse or just becomes unable to be controlled, yeah. I think. Is the issue, and they talk about killing him with it. With a, they, they, kill, they talk about infecting him with a disease, so yeah, he dies slowly. That's right. But then uh, the woman, the oh, there's four women in this episode. Yeah, that's the woman, she's the, the Margot, who is the lawyer, yeah. who is fabulous. And yeah. I love her. She's sort of Urzat's Miriam Margulies. She looks so. She's cool, and she just says, "I've got an idea of how to discredit him entirely." And pretty then sinister this bit. It's too. pretty sinister, and she kind of. Uh, suggests that they can implant memories, but it turns out she doesn't want to implant memories into Rog Blake. She wants to implant it, them into other people, and this is where we get into the icky bit of yeah, the it's episode. Icky, isn't it? Yeah, because what they do. Well, okay, just a trigger warning. There's some. Yeah, there's a bit a discussion of bit child of, abuse. Yeah, so just trigger warning if you want to turn off now for, for about just, just five minutes forward or so. maybe two or three minutes. Uh, but in any case, he um, th- they basically implant in the minds of a couple of kids three that, children, three I children think, yeah. that, that Rog assaulted them. Um, Roger Blake insulted them and he is therefore accused of child abuse and this is a good way to discredit him because everyone who follows him will be disgusted and appalled by his horrific behaviour Um, in any case, then we see... Oh, and then they say that should be enough to get him to committed to... Cygnus, Cygnus Alpha! Alpha which, which is a know, prison planet. Well, yes, we learned that, but it sounds like it could be pretty shitty. Yeah, it doesn't sound like, you yeah. know, a holiday planet. Cygnus doesn't Alpha. sound like, um... Rysa. Rysa, yeah. <laughs> there you go, crossing the streams again. Um, it's not... It's definitely not a beach planet. No. Uh, well, it is England. It must be England. It's planet England. Planet... It, planet Scotland. They're all planet England and planet Scotland. I love that. Planet England, planet Scotland, planet... Stone quarry. Yeah, they use lots of stone quarries yeah. and it's for outside scenes. And look, you know, 10 points for them actually doing outside stuff here. Yes. I mean, Crossing the Strains against Star Trek used lots of just sets and rarely did stuff outside. Yeah. They do actually scout for they do. actual locations and do it. <laughs> Sometimes they drape too. it with plastic. Yeah. Oh, God, oh, it's a really terrible bad one. But yeah, so anyway, this surprise, is. Surprise, surprise, though. I think. Oh, what are they wrestling to the ground at some point? Do they? They're wrestling to the ground when he gets arrested. Oh, and probably. No, 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 at this point. Anyway. Anyway, he's, he's dumped oh, into no, a no. cell, yeah? No, 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 because in the McLaughlin group comes Limping Guy. Oh, that's right. And we work out and, that and he's actually evil. Limping Guy is Limping guy's still traitor. alive. Didn't get, didn't didn't get, get killed. The, was actually um, in on yeah. it, the whole thing. And so um, this little McLaughlin group, one of the people there is Venglind, who is, I think, head of he the turns Justice up later on, Department. But it's a different actor. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, he, he, the character turns up later on. Oh, there you go. Venglind. Um, and he uh, has, is briefing the idealistic lawyer, Tel Varon. Um, yeah, and the and idealistic lawyer is going to be Blake's defence lawyer. That's right. 
So And you can tell already that there's not good things yeah, happening because he's, he's just too nice. He's too nice, too, too idealistic. Doesn't seem to have been taking his suppressants. No, no, he's just very he's, on the ball. I don't think he's eating or drinking anything. No, no, he's very skinny too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or maybe he's, he's taking a different type of suppressant. <laughs> maybe they give different suppressants for lawyers. I've heard that happens. I've never worked pri- privately as a lawyer, but I've heard that, yeah. Anyway, won't, um, well, that, that's uh, won't malign an entire profession. You're just terrifying me there. <laughs> I won't malign an entire profession about whether or not they need to stay awake for long hours. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so there's lots of temple robbing going on, lots of mention of Cygnus Alpha, and by this stage we all think, yeah, that must be pretty shitty. Uh, excuse me, my dog's having a nightmare. I'll just have to oh, wake okay. her up. She's probably dreaming <laughs> of Cygnus Alpha. Don't be so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it really must be pretty shitty. Yeah, um, it doesn't sound like a great place to be. Yeah. Um, but in any case, the defence lawyer is makes a promise to do his best by Blake. Uh, yeah. And then he goes to visit him. Yeah, he does. But I think before he visits him... Oh yeah, yeah. He has. He, I think there's. Isn't there Blake? Is oh Blake has a fantastic has a little shouting at the CCTV. Yeah, she has a great shouting at the ceiling. I don't, I don't remember. remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. 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 He's in a little silver little cell oh, and he's very. And he, distressed yeah. and, and has a shout at the cctv and we do see lots of people shouting at the cctv we see quite a bit of in blake shouting yeah and often blake yeah. yeah he does like to shout at the cctv i love it yeah i am not ready to die anyway he's still got he's got some great lines, yeah, later some on. Good lines. um anyway so the the the, the lawyer, lawyer goes to visit conference him with, with him in, in a really neat little like the cells they have them in are really cool um like they have a glass uh, wall that sort of turns turns right? turns um transparent when the, the lawyer comes up to talk to him and yeah and he has a little chat and says and the first thing out of Blake's mouth is that he's not going to make any defence and he's going to plead guilty and um and and the, the, the lawyer the lawyer's a bit confused by then this. details what the crimes actually are that have been levelled at him and the crimes are not what Blake thought thought they are crimes that he absolutely does not want to plead guilty to and he says as much and the lawyer says okay and they have a little blake has a little conversation trying to convince the lawyer that the massacre of the the, the resistance fighters happened and the lawyer's like oh yeah yeah whatever as if um that sounds extraordinarily <laughs> implausible and yeah, yeah. i'll just work on your defense yeah mitigating um, circumstances and we'll and try and make it look you... like you were upset because you used to be a rebel and you were mentally unbound, blah, 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 blah. Blake's like, um, obviously I'm not going to get any I help I just want to make a statement in open court. Yes, so he I wants to talk. I what happens, I just want to make a statement in open court. Um, and then uh, at the end too, like he starts putting the martyr. Are they in this little conference? He puts the martyr pieces together. Of course, they're trying to level these accusations at me because they don't want me to die heroically and be a martyr to the cause. They want to totally discredit me and blah blah. So he he's got it nailed. He's worked it all yeah, out. Yeah, he's quite bright, Blake. He's yeah. not he's not a dummy. Yeah, that's right. Um, um, people people miss people miss sort of get distracted by um, how intelligent some of the other members of the crew are later on and yeah. forget that Blake's actually quite brainy how stupid the federation can be too sometimes oh yeah, yeah. um so anyway they they barrel into court they call <laughs> this is my favorite in the whole episode yeah it's pretty good um because you know it's meant to be the future and it's amazing how apart from it being a, and all the sets are white yes i think that the, the, the producers or the directors of the show made, made a good decision here just keep it all white because we can't do anything else. Like no, we, we can't, can't afford anything else. We can't afford colours. We not, can't make it look Not on our budget. Well, we've just got to, if everything's white, then we just you know, try and create it. And I think it was a smart decision. So everything's white. 
um, apart from the two pink PVC boxes of just with little with little bows on them. They've got little bows just it's like so a proper, proper like at least here in Australia, a proper court file. Oh, oh. If you've got a court file, it's tied up with a oh, pink I ribbon. I did not know this. And it's probably because our justice system it's is inherited from the, the English. One, yeah. It's probably you know you get these little pink ribbon tied up files. I just thought you go the to pink court. boxes were hilarious. Little po- and so this one they got pink boxes and some ribbon. So that just goes to show how far they've all come. In fact, you don't even have the pink ribbon anymore, actually. It's mostly all on a disc somewhere and everybody's got a laptop to write. That oh. certainly when I started working with anything that remotely resembled a legal file, which was not very, uh, which was a long time ago and for not very long, there was the pink ribbon oh, of justice. Wow. Pink ribbon of justice. Well, they, they, these are in each, the, the prosecution and the defence both have these pink boxes of justice. Yeah. Pink, pink, pink perspex boxes, which are slightly yeah. see-through. Yeah. And they, they, they each... One has a box and they bring them up to the justice computer, which is a, a concept that comes up again later as well. Does it look a bit, does it look a bit penis-y? Or is it just my imagination? No, no. no. I think with it, once we get to the next yeah, bit, which you'll see. Each of them open up the, the, the sealed boxes of evidence and pull out uh, a clear ball, mm. um, which is about the size of a, a big orange, I suppose. Yeah, mm, Grapefruit. Grapefruit, yeah. Yeah, that's what those big Small. oranges are called, aren't they? Oh <laughs> big, <laughs> big orange. Big orange. A big, oh, a big yellow a orange. A pomegranate. Yes. Anyway, so they take it and they put these little balls a on. Wizened, a wizened rock melon. <laughs> a, a softball, maybe. Yes. Yeah, a softball, actually. Anyway, they put them onto the, the, the justice stand, the receptacle. They've got like a stand each, like a little sort of little, nook. Little, a little, a nook. little nook, yeah. Is it a nook? Yeah, a nook. Or a little One depression. Anyway, yeah, they yeah. stick the two balls in. And then they start to flash. Yeah. The flashing they balls flash of justice. The flashing, flashing balls, balls of justice. justice. That's, yeah. And, and I, think f- that, I think that there we might have the title, title of, this of the episode. episode, I think, has got to be Flashing Balls flashing of Justice. Flashing Balls of Justice. Although they're both the same size. They are both the same size. I was wondering um, on the text message to my sister last night whether one was maybe hanging a little bit lower just mm. to make room for the other one. Because I've heard mm. that's how it works. Uh, not that I would know. <laughs> oh, look. Only what I've read. <laughs> Which will be the title of another episode. Yes, it will be. Um, but yeah, so the, the flashing balls of justice flash. Back and forth, back and back forth. And for, obviously. Even though this is meant to be an open and shut case. Yeah. They still have to flash back and forth. Yes, they do. Because justice must not only be done, but it must be done seen thoroughly to be done. And done thoroughly <laughs> with flashing lights and little balls. Anyway, so they flash back and forth for about a half a minute. And then the computer says, with great conviction, that he's guilty. Oh, not only great conviction. It's three flashes. Three flashes and the prosecution wins. Yes. And it's ca- these are Category 9 offences. So there's our answer. Ah, Category 9. So it gets worse as it goes up. to 9. So Category 4 is going outside. Category 9 is the heinous crime that Roger Blake's been accused so of. So maybe Category 10 would be murder then. I don't know. Or treason, sedition, something like that. Probably sedition. Oh, you know, we might find that but out. But it might we go might up know. to Category 99. <laughs> in which case, you know, child abuse is right down the yeah, bottom. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Not so, so good. I mean, we don't know. It's pretty dystopian already. Um, but then, like after you know, been found guilty of these Category Nine offences, then the judgment machine, because that's for that is its name, the judgment machine goes all Old Bailey on our asses and decides that you will be taken from this place to another place. It is the sentence of this tribunal that you be taken from this place to an area of close confinement. From there, you will be transported to the penal colony on the planet Cygnus Alpha, where you will remain for the rest of your natural life and then put on a prison ship and transported to Cygnus Alpha for the term of your natural life. It is literally like 1850s For the term of your natural life. Was that, that was that, that convict yeah. film we all had to watch at primary yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. So we could work out where we all came from. Yes, because we're all criminals. We're all criminals. So um, so, yeah, yeah, we all so, came from Cygnus Alpha. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know where I probably would have rather wound up. 
Um, but yeah, it goes all Old Bailey because you can't do justice any other way no. than, than the Old Bailey in space. The so it was Bailey the flashing balls of justice, Old Bailey in space. It was pretty funny. So Rog gets all... He tries to he tries to say up in everybody's face. He wants to try shit and, and yeah. he wants, wants to, to tell make a them statement open court and, and they no he gets jabbed in the neck with a, with, a, with a syringe with a tranquilizer and he falls it, the fall is great he fall, falls flat on his face with his arms outstretched yeah. like Jesus I don't know how yeah okay actually now I see that might be yeah a that's what he's a bit deliberate yeah, a bit deliberate a bit of a bit of Christian imagery a bit there. hackneyed mm, tiny bit bit but he does he, he a bit heavy handed a little bit of draw was there a bit of draw no there wasn't no. oh damn would have been cool if it was but anyway he. He, he passes out. But as he's doing that, as he's doing the uh, the Jesus face plant, he um, sees the limping man come in. So <gasps> he plot. works out that Dickens. that's who's betrayed them. So and then we go to some more reprogramming justice montage. We get that nice little montage again montage. with him getting hit over and over again by the same and Federation guard. Yeah, he wakes up in the cells ready for transport to Cygnus Alpha and this is where we get our Brian Blessed of the episode. And... Uh, Okay, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, sort of almost a that guy thing, but not a that guy because we don't know who this woman is, but this is just you know, it's award hilarious. for the most over-the-top extra performance. Yes. I don't know if you want to describe it, Imogen. Oh, well, you can you sort of get a... We get a little shot of the interior of what's obviously a prison, and... They're all just chilling out. They're, they're, the guys are just sitting on their bunks. Just lying down. Then we hear... <laughs> This woman screaming her tits off, yeah. basically, and she's, she's losing her shit. She's not at all happy, and no. she's she's what's she saying? Let me go back! Let me go I don't want to go! And she's screaming her ass off, and she does not. Ah! Ah! Let me go! Let me go! Ah! No! No! Ah! Ah! No! No! Want any of it to be happening? Yeah. It's pretty obvious that she's upset with everything. Yeah, and, uh, but like. So everybody's also just ignoring her, and it's probably yeah. not the presence. But also, just I mean, for I don't know how much they would have paid extras to do this work, but she's putting her heart. She's, and soul she's into loving it. it. Yeah, yeah, she's loving it, and it's going off. She's really, really distressed. Uh, it, but it, it's it's kind of hilarious because yeah, no one of, else is. It's sort of so out. Of, exactly, it's so out of place, and yeah. it's so. Yeah, I mean, maybe she's maybe she hasn't eaten or drank, eaten or drank maybe anything in for 36 hours. hours yeah. <laughs> and she's, you know, a bit stuck. But no, I wouldn't have the energy to do that. No, she really that's does right. puts the back into it. So yeah, it's really it's worth a look. It's 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 out there. Um, this woman isn't credited, but yeah, ten points. Ten points. Ten sure. out of ten for hysteria. There. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's how you do hysteria. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty impressive. That's for sure. But um, then we get a shot of uh, Blake's watch getting nicked. Yes. And here we get introduced to two characters who will be part of the ensemble. Part of the ensemble. Uh, the first couple of characters we see aside from Blake, who are recurring. Basically, the only like no one else in this first episode aside from Blake oh. and those two are recurring. Yeah, I think in this episode there's nobody that recurs. Yeah, we don't see any of the big bads. We just see the um, no. the middle of the road bureaucracy shitheads. Yeah, that's right. Um, are basically you know benign, benign evil. Yeah, chaotic. Uh, lawful, lawful evil. These lawful guys. evil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we put, actually probably will use a bit of D and D. Yeah, it's going to get worse for me as time goes on because I'm starting to DM my own campaign. So yeah. I'm probably going to delve into D and D. I might get lost at some point. Stuff. I'll try. I'll try. Yeah. I'll try. <laughs> I'll just lob. I'll just lob some bullshit in. You get it. You get it. Go along. Um, but um, anyway, so we see Blake getting his 
his uh, watch stolen and a rather stunning young lady observing this happen from the bars. This is only the fourth woman we've seen so far. Third woman we've seen so far. Um, And this stunning blonde is uh, Jenna Stannis. Uh, Did we miss something? Oh, no, we haven't missed it yet. Okay, yep, yep. And uh, the person who's stealing Blake's watch is Villa, Restall. And Villa uh, spelled V-I-L-A. Yes. Not as in this sort of townhouse-y arrangement. No, it's not a house. When you... It's not a bungalow. No. Um, but yeah, so Again, yeah, not a great night, this is the first time we see these two. Um, and, uh, well, Jenna gets a nice little bit of flirty dialogue with Blake, but poor See, I Villa. I didn't read it like that. I read it as sort of this jailhousey sort of thing. Like, you she's, know, she's, she's, she's big dogging him. She's trying yeah, to, yeah. she's big dogging him. Yeah, she's yeah. trying to make you're it. You're around here. You better get used to it and toughen up. There's no hope for any of us, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. It's time you face the hard truth. And he's like, no, 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 I plan to get out I'm of I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to be off and home. It's all very, With yeah. his non, his dead family and his. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's he going to do if he gets out? This is the thing. What's he going to do if he gets out? I mean, yeah, that's the thing. This gets explored throughout the whole show too, yeah. like you know, what resistance fighters and idealists are like. Mm. Um, you know, they the the shortcomings of them are lacking. Yeah, you know, any practical. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that that is explored quite a bit later on, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but she's sort of you know she's sort of bitch slaps him about a bit. You know, you don't like know each other, and it's a good bit of dialogue too. Yeah, it's good. Like she, it's, she, she's good in that. Yeah, they, they they've they've written her some tough dialogue and she develops a bit, delivers it pretty well. But the other thing too, though, like yeah, the acting's good. It's not really. Oh, kind kind of is her, I guess. Kind of is her. Yeah, she but doesn't really show. Sure, she becomes much more compassionate she later on. Up, yeah. yeah, and uh, I think it's that they they to... kind of did when I mean the, the spoiler alert. There's another female character who comes onto the crew later, and I think they were kind of trying to Apples differentiate the two of them a bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah and um, so she starts off as being this big toughie, and then yeah. later on. It's a loss a bit, although there are some really great moments with her and Avon where you can see the the, the bad yeah, side of it. Blake got... kind of brings the good out so of her, she's sort and of... Uh, Avon brings the bad out of her in a lot of ways. It's she's quite sort of chaotic good. Yeah, or chaotic neutral. Even I think she's got more like she's happy enough to break the she's happy enough to break the law. Yeah, uh, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone, basically. Yeah, she's got morals. Yeah. and shit, which a lot of the other characters <laughs> don't, which is quite funny. So she does this jailhousey bit, and then um, she introduces Villa. Villa. Oh no, she asks Blake, "What's the time?" Yeah, so the Blake notices his watch is gone, and then Villa immediately gives it back to him, which is you know bad oh, thievery. I was just minding it for you while you were asleep. There's lots of thieves around here, and Jenna's like, "Oh ho ho!" And that wouldn't be you, would it? And oh ho ho! And then so begins the ham and cheese dialogue. Oh, poor Villa. For, yeah, not Michael Keating, the actor's fault. He's a good actor. He's a great too. actor. He's a bit of a that guy. But yeah, they give him some really, oh, man, really shitty it's lines. Bad dialogue from him. It's so for bad for the first episode. Um, and then so that's how you meet Villa and Jenna. And then it cuts to to oh, our favourite scene, a buffing scene. Our basically, it's like weird. Like there's this the is lawyer. Like, we've had the, that that guy scene. Oh, right, yeah. This is the that scene. It's, it's this just is a, a weird. It's a scene. weird scene. You just sort of cut to this woman. Rather attractive woman lying virtually naked in a bed, and then you see the lawyer behind the in the doorway. Lawyer, the, the good lawyer, the, the, nice the lawful one, good lawyer, watching her in a very creepy fashion. Yeah, he's that's... like just watching her, and he's like, "Why are you still awake? Come oh. to bed." Blah, blah. <laughs> and he gets in the bed, and then they basically start having they start sex, passing on, and, and it's passing gross. on. It's gross, but then he starts discussing Blake's case with her, and I'm like, you know, out of all the things you're going to be doing, we don't talk sex crimes while we're we're passing on. No, yeah. I don't think giving her a big snog. And slipping in the tongue. How was your day, dear? Oh, you know, yeah. I'm defending a child molester. Duh! Yeah, yeah. Gross. It's, no! Gross, gross, gross. Please. I thought, and also, I just thought, you know, a lawyer pashing somebody else. <laughs> 
and talking about their day is just full stop gross. It wouldn't matter if it was, you he know. He'd be so tired. Like he's, he's probably been at work for five yeah, days straight. He's and, been yeah, he's snorting line after yeah, line of coke. He's fucking actually right. <laughs> Just knackered, <laughs> and yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. But then, it, on a, in a surprising twist, I thought we were just going to meet her to, to get because I knew what happened to the lawyer. Spoiler for later on. Um, I thought we were just going to get you know a little bit of humanity on his foot yeah, side, so we felt bad out, later on. And her as the device for him to work out, like yeah. to sort of be the sounding board about but him. She, oh, sort of, this, this, this. she goes, oh, okay, well, come I'll on, come with you. And it's just really quick. I'll then risk my life. The rest of the episode is. Just them sort of doing sleuthing together. Oh, it's not her, the original woman who walks through in no, clogs. No. It's this woman who walks through in clogs. Oh, no, no. but the, the, the original woman does she also. In clogs, too? clogs, yeah. There you go. Um, but this woman wanders, wanders around and they basically do a crime fighting duo thing yeah, where they, they go off and try and find evidence that Blake's case has been manufactured. Well, they go down to the like the government repository or the government records unit or whatever it else. And they it discover is, and a few they, things. They find a librarian there who's officious and they find out. Lo and behold, like they look up the records of all the kids that were the um, accused accusers is, in, yes. in Blake's trial, and they find out, lo and behold, that they were all at the central clinic at the same and time. not and absent from school at the day before the act. They made so basically, they were all at a clinic getting their brains Memory. implanted with They're nasty having, memories. And in the words of the lawyer, they were there for mental implantation. <laughs> yes, mental <laughs> implantation, which sounds like yeah, implanting a brain. Yeah, or, I don't know. Which is, I mean, it basically and some also exposes how yucky the um, administration yeah. is because they're basically giving yeah. kids false memories of child abuse, which is not nice. Um, and doesn't actually happen. No. Ever. So, so. In any and case. we are not conspiracy theorists. No, just not. FYI. To your um, viewership. No. Um, um, but yeah, the librarian informs that they need priority three clearance and blah, the lawyer sweet talks him and bribes him, essentially, I think, yeah, he into does. giving him the clearance. And then as soon as... Bribes him with a really, really shitty... Um, like earring or something. ...glass brooch that his wife was wearing. Yeah. It's, it's so gross. It's crap. I would have dobbed them in too. Yeah. Um, so as soon as they're left and go off to find their thing, the librarian just calls security. Yeah. And so you can see where this is going. They're for it. They run... They go out to the, um, the tunnels where Blake... Uh, saw the massacre. They find the bodies, which haven't been cleaned up. They haven't cleaned up the bodies. Like they're all just hanging like, there. It's like must be three or four days late. Well, right tr- they had a whole trial and shit. So, so gross. It'd be pretty stinky. And you see all the, um, you see all their um, clothes and stuff. And yeah. I did notice that the, that guy got to wear a pattern. Mm. Like his shirt's got a pattern on it. Everybody else is in rags. Oh, he also has blood coming out the corner of his oh, mouth, which is a big, a big show that he's actually dead. Yeah, that's right. Um, but anyway, so the, the the lawyer dude does that thing with the the vis tape. tape, which is hilarious. The vis tape is just basically sort a of pen a, a that he sticks on his pen, eye, like one of those big four with pens with the four inks yeah. with a little knob on the end, and he just sticks like sticks sticks to his, his eye, eye, and he, he almost like you know. Turns wind a little dial, like a wind-up, like an old-style video so camera. So second time they've used a wind-up technology. When they first opened the door to get outside, they had yeah, this little box that they have to crank. Nikola Tesla thing. They crank. Yeah. <laughs> like, how is that? Is it like, is it like <laughs> arm-powered? <coughs> but yeah, he, he, he takes takes tapes of all the bodies so that yeah. they've got evidence and packs it up and then they... Yeah. And they've got all the documents from... Then um, they leg it. And then they leg it back to the city. And then we go back to uh, the ship where we find... That the Cygnus Alpha transport has been brought forward. Brought forward. Obviously, and security's on tour. Security's on tour all of this shit. And they've loaded Blake <laughs> and the yeah. others onto the ship to go to Cygnus Alpha. Mm. Uh, Blake's done something weird and gotten confined to his seat, which is no, funny. No, 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 that's not happened yet. They haven't no? gone to the law. They they're, in their, they're in their cell still, and the launch has been brought forward. And then they have the young, idealistic lawyer. 
Before goes. he goes, this is before he goes out to the thing because he because they don't they never get back from no from they the do no they never get back from the tunnels no they get killed on the way back. Why have I done this? Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, we did skip around a bit there because we I sort of I sort of popped or squished together all of the stuff that the husband oh, and okay. wife do together. Well, husband, well, the husband actually does at some point go to Venglind. Yes, say, and they work out the Venglind's on it, in on it. Yeah, this is all bad. Yeah, and they work out the Venglind's in on it, and they go try and go higher up, but but then they just get picked. They just get, they get killed. They get dusted. They get by, they get by limping guy. By limping guy. And limping guy gets a nice little smile on his face and says, oh, "We'll just make it a transporter accident," which is hilarious because they don't have transporters. Must mean maybe it means a car. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it means the, a car accident. The golf cart of death. The golf cart. The yeah, got run over by the airport. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reversing back and forth. Oh, that would have been a nasty way to go. Yeah, that's um, right. Anyway, they're both dead, and the evidence will never get found, and so Blake can't be saved or let go on Earth, and all of the prisoners have been herded onto the Cygnus Alpha transport, and then we get the best bit of, the best bit of um, special effects in the whole. Yes. And a whole series, I think, pretty much. <laughs> In my notes, I put decent-looking model ship and space station. Yes. Decent-looking, but it sort of takes off and it does that little that little rocky thing that you know yeah, for models because mm-hmm. it's, it's on wires. Yeah. <laughs> it, it takes off with the prisoners on board and they shoot off towards Cygnus Alpha. Alpha and um, as they're doing this, uh, we, we, we get to know... We get to know the prison guards at all or not? Not no, yet. Not we yet. just have some. I put here, rando American orders lame confinement punishment for Blake. That's right, yes. So Blake's sort of, I don't know, for some reason... He's, he he doesn't hear an order and he doesn't say he so. He can't quite believe it. And he's in his, you know, sort of looking out at Earth. And he hasn't put his seatbelt on, that's right. He hasn't put his seatbelt on. He's a dummy. He hasn't put his seatbelt yeah, on. So he gets put in confinement, which is just basically a seatbelt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With, although they spin the chair around yeah he's a sideways he has to sit sideways he might get a bit motion sick I, I don't know yeah but I said about the interior of the spaceship that it just looks like a hairdressing salon but with all the chairs facing one direction in a line it's it's really weird it's, it's a and tiny it's, little thing too yeah it's it's a really weird little set it's funny um, so yeah so Blake gets put in confinement Villa and uh, Jenna are there and then uh, no I, I have to correct you Imo mm-hmm. The limping guy is mm. outside the compound and he's watching the ship take off from the janky old dome. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that's right, yeah. And he's like, he sees the ship go, then he looks down at the dead lawyer and his girlfriend and he goes, this would have to be a transporter transport accident. accident. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, you know it's going to happen, but it happens. Yeah. You know you they're going to that, you see that, that, That's one thing that, that kind of turns up a lot in this show. If someone's nice... Chances are they're going to die. Yeah, that will happen. Yeah. They don't like nice things. But the whole thing closes with, um, I forget who it was, one of the guards. It might be the rando American or maybe one of the other prisoners. Oh, it might be Oh, that's like, right, because Blake's saying, looking out the window. He's at looking Earth. out of the, uh, You can see Earth and the moon sort of retreating into the middle distance and Blake looking at it and somebody says, oh, you know, take a long look. You're not going to see that ever again, something like that. And he take a long look. It's the last you'll ever see of it. No, I'm coming back. There's this wistful gaze and he says, No, I'm coming back. back. <laughs> we know <laughs> he's going to come. Anyway, yes, it's great. Yeah, not at all a bad episode. Not a bad episode at all. I enjoyed it. I yeah, enjoyed yeah. it quite it's, a lot. It's like it does that job that you have to do at the start of a sci-fi show or any show of setting the scene and getting a bit of character development. It's interesting because I wouldn't have thought that uh, for a sci-fi. I mean, it was basically a courtroom drama. 
the first episode of a sci-fi show, which was basically a courtroom drama, yeah. which is kind of, I don't know, I don't, I mean, I loved it, but I don't know if it would have grabbed many people these days as far as a first step. In nineteen seventy-three, courtroom drama had that spaceship, had the flashing balls of justice. Oh, the flashing balls, the flashing balls of justice. That would gave it more than enough. Sci-fi, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's that's good. The flashing um, balls of justice. Yeah, no, I think I think for 1973, this is pretty. It's. I mean, it was good. good. It was a solid story. It was well. It was well explored, and it didn't have any really flat bits. I don't think that no, was no, nice. Actually, Villa, and also you don't get the really crap dialogue from Villa until next episode, which no. is going to be interesting to talk about. Um, but um, yeah, so next episode is going to be Skyfall. But space. Spaceball. Spaceball. Skyfall. 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 Potentially, people weren't even cast. That's possible. Or could have, this could have been a pilot or whatever. Yeah. Or you know, people were finishing up their season of Twelfth um, Night at the RSC no, and, and weren't available. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I can't make. I it. can't possibly. I couldn't possibly. I couldn't possibly. I'm playing a Yago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and <laughs> um, so yeah, and we'll get to meet some new cool people, and there'll be some that guys. There'll be a couple of that guys. We'll have. I think we won't have any. Be- much good Bechdale stuff to be No, honest. there's no women apart from Jenna in this yeah. one at all. And they make a point, at least they do make a point of that. Um, and this is a pretty good app. I like the second one, yeah. It's very good. Um, there's not by what, much by way of special effects. There's some shit special effects. There's some really awful special yeah. effects. But they're fantastic. Yeah. You'll love them. So we will be back. call uh, adjourn old Bailey Stiley from this, uh, this <laughs> app. We'll adjourn to our flashing balls of justice. Um, if you want to, tweet at me with me I don't know I'm actually basically pretty old and very boring but I'm at Megalula I'm at Imogen Wright and this has been I still haven't come to the news this has been Classically Awful a Blake's 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 Blake's